Oh my gee, today's topic makes me a little bit cray cray. Listen, if you have ever felt like I have no choice, there are just some things I have got to do and I'm feeling a little bit helpless about this. It's like I want to make a change, but I really don't know how. Then stay tuned for today's episode. It might be the kick in the batukas that you need. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Rithi Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, sweet girlfriend. This is Mirthu Parikh at Productivity on Purpose. I'm so glad you're here. If it's your first time, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And if you've been with me before, welcome. I'm so appreciative of you for taking time out of your very busy day to spend it with me. I, today, am going on a bit of a rant today. So caution, I'm going rogue. I'm going rogue, my friend, which means I'm not sure if this is going to be really long or really short. Uh, But what I want to talk about today makes me half sad and half just totally pisses me off. And I'm bringing it up because I've been hearing it so frequently lately. Um, and I think where I get all of my topics from when I'm talking, when I'm speaking on these podcasts week after week is generally the challenges or issues that I'm hearing from other amazing women, whether they're my clients or people that I have a free strategy session with or my girlfriends or you know family members. And I hear some common themes over and over. And right now I'm hearing one and I want to scream. And then I also want to be like, no, stop, please. You're so much more than this. And what I've been hearing are different renditions or versions of the same thing, which is essentially, I have no choice. Like I am out of options. Now this might not be exactly the words you or someone else might be using, But other key phrases to look out for are things like, I have to, I have to do this or else. There's no way I can get out of this. I need to, right? I have to. This is huge because my goal is for you today to listen to what I'm going to say and hopefully help to change your mindset and reframe and maybe even really change the words that you're using and maybe transition them more to, I choose to, instead of I need to, or I have to, or I must. So I've been having conversations, as I mentioned, with um, some clients particularly, and they are completely drowning, literally having anxiety attacks, uh, breakdowns. I mean, it's terrible. It's really, really, really terrible. And it saddens me so much. And so, of course, we we go through our like normal course of action in terms of okay, let's take a deep breath, let's step back. What are your goals? You know, where where do you see yourself? Where can we delegate? How do we plan your time? We go through all these things, but I got to tell you, when we really dig deep into what's going on and we get into the root of the issues, they inevitably tell me everything that they have to do, and then when I push back or question it, there is an immediate and defensive 
I have to do that. How can I not do that? I have to. And that's what I'm talking about here. This is like defensiveness of that the way that I've set things up, the way that my life is, that's the only option I have, and that's the way it has to be. And I completely understand that given where many of us are at this point of our life, kind of just maybe in terms of your family or your career, your relationships, you sort of have come to uh, expect a certain lifestyle. Maybe it's you've come to expect a certain salary. Maybe you've come to expect certain you know things in your home, materialistic things, or even time or things you pay for, you know, in your home. So, so, so a lot of it stems from that. It's like we have we are in these situations now. We're like, there's no way out, right? I can't afford to not do the things that I need to do. Otherwise, it will set me back, or I'll have to change my expectations, or I'll have to, you know, succumb to something less than. So examples like that are, um, you know, sometimes when I have clients, and actually I had one recently, and that we spent time together, really, really making her day, her work day much more efficient. We did all the things, the planning and the distraction avoidance techniques and delegated a lot more and got systems and processes in place. And there was just a lot of, a lot of great progress she made. But at the end of the day, she was still working an insane amount of hours that was completely not aligned with how she wanted to be working. So maybe we got her from 70 hours a week or 80 hours a week to, you know, 65 or 70 hours a week. I mean, it was just, there was just too much on her plate. And she was in a an organization that was unwilling to get her support. Uh, they were uh, let's say that I would say they really just kind of disrespected the work that she was putting in. The truth is she was unhappy, even though she likes the work that she does. This environment wasn't great for her, for sure. This was not a good fit. It was not aligning to her overall goals in life to spend more time with her family and for herself. And at this point in her life to not be working like she's, you know, straight out of college and working like that. And um, you know, just having more of a balance. And so for many reasons, uh, after, like I said, we went through this process of really making her her work more efficient, it was clear that the circumstances weren't going to change. It just wasn't going to get better unless she made some other changes. So one of those changes might be perhaps actually getting out of your environment and maybe looking for a new job and recognizing that this isn't your only option, that there are other choices that if you're feeling like you have to be here, you might be the only reason that you feel like you have to be here. No one is handcuffing you to this job or this opportunity or this experience. It's something that you feel like, well, I worked my way up and I got me so long to get here. Now I'm here and now I have to stay. And this is the type of stuff that I'm talking about, right? To stay in that job, to stay in the relationship, uh, or to not, or to say no to maybe more clients so that you're not taking on so much work so that you're not drowning, or whatever the case may be, you have choices. And it is really disempowering to feel and believe that you have no options or you have no choices. So here's the here's the real deal. I'm just going to say it like it is. Your life, your situation, your circumstances are a reflection of the choices you have made. 
Okay, let me say that, say that again. Your life and your situation and your circumstances are a reflection of the choices you have made. So if you find yourself complaining about circumstances in your life, like I'm working too much, or I've taken on too many clients, or I don't have, I'm too distracted. I don't have any time for myself. My relationships are suffering. If you are find yourself complaining, I'm going to say, or saying these things over and over, remember it is you who has made a series of choices that has put you in this position. And I think it's really important that we step back and recognize that sometimes in the day-to-day crazy and the hecticness, we can fall into this cycle, this really self-sabotaging cycle of the blame game, of blaming everyone else and everybody else's problems. And why are we here? And why is this so hard for me? Instead of saying, well, what can I do about it? Because I do have options. I do have choices. Even though it might not feel like it, I can. Maybe I don't say no. Maybe I don't say yes to everything that's being thrown my way. Maybe I haven't delegated enough. Maybe I don't choose to take the clients I don't like. Maybe I don't have to be on five different boards that I'm on. Maybe my kids don't need to be involved in six different activities or sports. Maybe I don't have to host every holiday or even one. Maybe we can order in instead of cooking most nights at home, right? There are many ways to simplify. There are many ways to change the ways you're doing things because you always have options. You always have choices. No one is making you stay in that job or in that relationship, right? Your kids might just be fine with mac and cheese. Maybe it's you who feels like it's absolutely necessary to make something fancy and to make three different versions of it. Maybe it's only you that feels like there's no other job out there like that. There's no other company. There's no other place. Oh, no one's hiring right now. Nobody will, you know, where am I going to get these types of benefits? These are all stories that keep us stuck and handcuffed to the situations that you're in. Listen, I'm not saying you never complain. Now, that's not realistic. But to be stuck in that broken record, in the pattern, in the story that you have no options, it's just a lie. And it's like just, it's kind of a cop-out. It's a total cop-out, in fact. It reinforces that you don't have to make changes when it comes to your boundaries or your choices because everything is out of your control. Like, that's the easy way to think about it. It's like, this is just out of my control and I have no choice there. Now, sometimes these are really, really, really difficult decisions, which is why we don't want to come face-to-face with them. And it does require you to make some major life changes in order to be in better alignment with what you actually want out of your life. When you're 90 years old and looking back, it might require some really big life changes. So I can tell you personally, uh, my husband and I have chosen to send our kids to private school. And we live in an area that we love. We love the location. And so we've chosen to go to these private schools. But you know, we have the option. We have the option if things are too tough, if they're too financially hard on us, if it's too stressful, I can complain about that. Like, oh my gosh, we can't make ends meet or we're going to have to cut our vacations. Or we still have a choice. No one is handcuffing us to stay here. We can move back home. We're in Nashville right now. We can go move back to New Jersey or New York where our family is from. And they have great, amazing public schools there that are even probably better than our private schools. Who knows, right? Or we can even move 45 minutes out of our area, not be so close to the area that we'd really love to be in and make that sort of sacrifice in order to, to make it easier on us, right? We always have choices, always. And you always have choices. Maybe you take the job that has a 25% 
salary cut because it gives you more time for the relationships that are really important to you, for taking care of your health, for taking care of the health of your parents, right? There are so many ways for us to get out of what we always know. But again, to tell yourself to live in this story that you have no options is so disempowering. So come clean with yourself. What can you let go of? Where can you delegate? What hard choices should you really be making in your life that you've never really even thought about before? Like where you live or what kind of house you have to live in or what kind of house would just be, that's just perfectly fine. So it can help me in some other ways in my life. Where your kids go to school, what kind of life do you want? Like how do you want to live what is most important? Is it what we've like surrounded ourselves by to tell ourselves that this is, you know, what we need to meet a certain status or what we've worked so hard for? Or, or is it our ego just getting in the way? Or are we living in a way that's really purposeful and meaningful and then making those hard choices and those options? There are things that you can do. And I'm not just saying throw away things if you're you know, not in a great commitment or just walk out the door of a bad job or relationship. But it's more about just coming to the realization that it doesn't have to stay this way just because it has been this way. You can leave that board or you can at least give them a nine-month heads up that you won't be recommitting next time around. You can move somewhere with lower taxes. You can leave the job and find something else that is more in alignment with what you want out of life. You can even leave that marriage or relationship if it's not serving you. There are choices. Stop with the I have to. Stop with I must. Stop with I, this is how it has to be. Okay, I am gonna give you one last example here, personal example, and I'm very, very cognizant of this, of uh, trying not to over-complain about my work. Now, I get the privilege, the honor of making things the way I want to, being creative or creating my business the way I want to because I'm an entrepreneur, it's my business. But believe me, it comes with its own set of challenges. It is hard work. It is a lot of pushing and pulling when you just don't feel like it on the days you don't want to wake up in the morning. And I know that there are days that I'm, or weeks that I can go on thinking, why am I doing this? This sucks. I should get a job. Why, you know, this isn't working and, and just fall into that and be complaining about it. And here's the truth. You know what? I really can. I really can just leave it anytime I want. I can go get another job. There are other things I can do. There are other ways I can spend my time. So I really am very cognizant about not letting that get to me, about not like falling into that cycle of, of complaining, not that I never, ever complain, but remembering that if I am going to complain about it, remember that I am the one who chose to put myself in these circumstances. These were my options. These are my choices. And I always have the choice to change. So how do you want to live? What are you willing to give up or change? Or more importantly, where do you always say, I can't or I have to? Because I promise you, it's not that you can't, it's that you won't. It's not that you have to, it's that you choose to. Look, I know these are deep questions that I'm bringing up today, and it's not going to be solved in just this like 15 minutes of listening to this. But I do hope that this is heightening your awareness about you know how you're feeling. Like if you feel like you have no choices or options, 
And then number two, where are you making excuses or where are you in denial about the real choices that you should be making? Also, some of these changes you'll need to make can't happen overnight. In fact, they could even take a year or more, but you've got to start with the decision. There's such a great weight lifted when you know you have come to a decision, a decision for change. A decision empowers you. A decision gives you clarity. A decision guides you on your next action. So, you know, I always want to leave you with a a challenge. And look, this is a pretty short episode this time. So here's a challenge I have for you for this week. So I always want to make your time here 100% worth it. And by the way, thank you for listening to my little bit of a rant today. But um, my challenge for you is to think about where in your life do you feel like I always, I have to, I have to do this. I have to be here. This isn't what I want. This isn't something that's making me happy, where are there areas you're just like, this has to be this way just because it's always, it's just what I've known or what I've always been doing or what I've worked so hard for. Instead of, I choose to, this is where I want to be. What area of your life are you kind of resenting or feeling badly about or just wish you would always change? So identify that. Identify that and think about this after after you're listening to this in the next 24 hours because the best action will come from the motivation of hearing this right now. And then number two, once you identify that, think, where can I make a change? Where can I give myself the freedom, the empowerment to make a change, a transition, an evolution? Just do something a little different that gives me power over my own options and choices. Whew, this was a heavy one today. Uh, so I really appreciate you listening. And by the way, if you want to pick up, pick up something that's a little bit more on a lighter note, how I typically am, if you would love to hear some more guidance and some really simple, easy, and fun ways to take action on the things that are holding you back to make you more joyful, to simplify your life, then come on over and grab my book, my best-selling book called Accomplish It. If you have not gotten that, my friend, what are you waiting for? It is like me having you and us by each other's side throughout the day, just cheering you on with some really simple tips and how to take control of your life. So I will I will forward that down uh, in the show notes, but you can also come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash accomplish. All right, my sweet friend. As always, thank you for your loving vibes, your kind energy, and uh, for just spending your precious time with me. Know that I am sending you these great vibes right back to you. And I look forward to uh, sharing more thoughts with you next week. Here's to getting more of the right things done. And thank you for embracing productivity on purpose. I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.